one. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Survive HR. I'm Steve Hill. I'm here with my co-host, Kelly Shire. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing fine, and it uh, looks like you're doing well. We are, again, uh, distanced by a few miles, but we're here over the good old interweb looking at one another. The what, Steve? What? Well, isn't that what we isn't that what you call it, the interweb? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, you know what the sad part is, listeners? Listeners, you want to hear the sad part? He's not joking. He's not. <laughs> hey, Steve, we have a guest. We have a guest. Oh, yes, she's like way smarter than us, so we should definitely talk to her. Yeah, she's smarter than both of us combined, so we we better introduce her. You want to go ahead and introduce her? We are here with our good friend, Deb Sofield. Hey, Deb. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. We are so excited you were with us today um, in quarantine. Um, you have a lovely picture behind you, though. I know you guys can't see this, but it's like a beautiful backdrop. It makes you think that you're not stuck in your house for the seven millionth day in a row. Um, right. Well, so. Yeah, so Deb, we we as HR professionals, as business professionals, have been kind of smacked in the face by COVID-19, and we have the responsibility to ensure our employees know what's going on. What are your thoughts on managing online messaging? I got to tell you, uh, first, thank you for having me back again. I I am very concerned that a lot of folks are not understanding the depth that they're going to have to go to in order to connect with their audience, especially online, especially if you're going to do something with Zoom or anything that you're dealing with. Now, we know in business that things have to be right and in order. But what I'm finding online is that people think they can skip a few steps, and you really can't. So my message is pretty simple. It's uh, I like to go with the number three. By the way, Americans think in threes, and so you should always use three when you're explaining something. But I think to be successful today, you have to be clear, concise, and consistent in your messaging. And then I'm going to add to that, especially in this environment we find ourselves, I want you to have empathy, compassion, and I'm going to add the word humanness so you can connect with your community. Deb, what is, when you talk about humanness, when you talk about humanness, and I think, uh, you know, you're obviously an expert. I mean, you've, you've written a book uh, called uh, uh, Speak Without Fear. I mean, you're a, you're a professor at Harvard and Yale, uh, business person. You've been doing this a long, long time, and you've worked with businesses. And the, the problem is that sometimes I think businesses, and, and as HR people, it's our job, obviously, to make the business seem human, even sometimes when the, when the leadership you know, we wonder sometimes if they are. So how do you, how do we do this? Well, I got to remind, I just want to remind you of something that we know, but we forget your reputation is fragile and you have got to protect it every single day. So when I talk about maintaining your reputation, and, and some of this is from my crisis communication training, but one thing I have realized for most people, and that's a very simple rule, and I hope your, your audience remembers, Hey, friends, if you don't communicate, the public will speculate. If you don't communicate, the public will speculate. That's why it's important that you have a daily message. That's why if you're in this business, especially in HR, 
So you have people who are looking to you and saying, well, what's going to happen to us? What is your daily message? Now, people say, well, Deb, I can't do it daily. Fine. If you can't do it at least two or three times in one day, then at least three times a week. You can do that. And the reason you have to is that your daily message sets the tone for everything about you as a company and you as a person. So I'm looking for you to be upbeat. I'm looking for you to have um, information. You know, my goal in life is to be a lifelong learner. I try to learn something every day. In fact, I met a client online yesterday who gave me a whole new, i to find where my note was about that. He says there are people in the world, it's called PG. They are um, like professionally gifted, personally gifted. And it's not like everybody else. These are people who have a sixth sense. So I went online and I looked up and sure enough, they have a whole school for stuff like this. Um, so again, your audience is desperate to learn something new because we're all trying to get ahead. So remember, if you don't communicate, they will speculate. And unfortunately, some people always go to the negative. So it's important that you always push us back to the positive. You know, it's true with any crisis or anything you go through. If you leave a vacuum by silence, especially in cyberspace, somebody will fill it with speculative, inaccurate misinformation. So it is your responsibility to be out loud, out first, and not to be outdone. But then you know, what I, if the I'm message isn't good? Well, then you have to then you bridge back to what you are doing well, but you have to explain what's going on. So you know, in every company, there's oh, here, here's what's changed, Kelly and Steve. Years ago, if I were to call the one eight hundred number for the university. Who knows if I could find anybody there? I mean, I could. I'd get to a bunch of nice people. But think about this. Nowadays, I go on LinkedIn, and I figure out where you work. No one's calling the front desk anymore. So now you've got to go back to your staff and say, well, ho, we've got a rule here, and the rule is no one speaks to the press. And if they feel like they have to speak to the press, here's what they say. Hey, I'm not the right person. Let me send you to our company spokesperson. Otherwise, you have too many people talking and your message is muddled. And remember, this generation finds internet fame and being first instead of right. And that has caused a ton of trouble for business out there. You've got to tell your team we have rules and they will abide by these rules. And you know what, if it's bad, if it's bad news, I'm going to find out anyway. But don't let me speculate because it will be worse versus you coming on, you know, your holding statement for a crisis communication. You're going to have to have a few things that will tell the audience, most importantly, yes, we know something happened. And the second thing I have to hear, we are doing something about it. It's when you don't show up and say, yes, we know something's happened. It's when, whew, that information jumps in. Yeah, there's uh, what? You got me on a roll here. Yeah, one go, of the things that I've always go. one of the things I've always uh, recognized in my career, I've had to deliver unfortunately lots of you know communications and news to people. Um, but I think knowing, you know, I always try to be as as, as upfront with people as I can. Um, you know, if I've got bad news, I you know I'll tell them bad news, and I, I think it's a little akin to maybe you know, a, a medical diagnosis. I mean, sometimes not knowing is worse than knowing. So if you know what it is, okay, this is, this is it's X and this is our plan to deal with X and we need your help to deal with X. 
Um, I think people appreciate that a lot more than just, you know, not delivering any news at all, because then they go back right. into the speculation uh, mindset that you just mentioned. And, you know, it's interesting, Steve, and one thing I, I try to remind any group I work with is this. All news is international the minute it happens. All news is international the minute it happens. Do you remember the gentleman, the Asian gentleman who was drug off the United flight? Remember? Yes. Where yeah. was the media? Yeah. There was no media. There was not one bit of media on that plane. So tell me, how did that story make it around the world in a minute, 30 seconds? Social media. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't think someone's not watching. Don't think someone's not paying attention. Don't think someone's not filming you. In the age of the internet, satellite, cell phone, blog, all news is international the minute it happens. You have got to be careful. Because remember, it's a whole lot easier to spread a controversy than to put one out. Mm -hmm. Sam, you're freaking me out here. <laughs> well, let me add to that. I believe, you know, you were talking about your brand and your companies. Social media is part of your brand. That is your community image and reputation. And what we're finding now is you've got to practice using it. Do it in, in short bursts with friends so you get good at this. And then you turn around and do it for a larger audience. And that is where trust is built. If you don't communicate, they will speculate. So would your recommendation be to come out on a daily basis with a human resources message regarding COVID or could it be a myriad of different communications about my, my guess is at this point, everyone is so saturated with that content. So maybe sprinkling in additional types of things would be beneficial. That they are. You made a great point there. You know, one thing I do for a lot of companies, I, okay, so we live in South Carolina, greatest state out there. You know, there's a lot of great things about our state that your audience probably doesn't know. Maybe James Brown, the godfather of soul, was born here. So wouldn't it be great for one of your cliques to be learn your history and you're adding in small things? Now, why do we do this? I'm going to go through my list here real quick. South Carolina is the home of sweet tea. I don't know if you know that. Developed here. Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. South Carolina has the world's smallest police station. It's in the little town of Ridgeway. They no longer use it. It was the size of a toll booth. So I could go through this whole list. In Bowman, South Carolina, we have a UFO Welcome Center. Now you tell me anywhere else that has one. Nobody. So why would you list all these things maybe every other day? Because now you're building goodwill. And over time, I will see your goodwill. I will like it and I will share it. And now you've built a following. So when something happens negative, what do I think? Well, that's unusual. I, I've liked this company. See, the problem is so many, so many companies out there, you're not building goodwill. You just pound and pound and pound the same story over and over and over. I'm not saying that you don't have to get your message out. But, boy, you need to start sprinkling it with enough uh, did-you-know information so people We'll start to like you and follow you. And then when something negative happens, I don't believe it. I don't believe it right off because you have built goodwill. And if there is one thing that is missing, I think, in the HR world, is that we're always focused on problems and not some of the successful solutions we've had that have given people back their jobs, that have restored families, that have put companies back on the top 10 list. Let's talk about good. Now, 
Am I Pollyanna? Absolutely not. But what the difference is, it can't be negative all the time. You've got to sprinkle in some interesting information so your audience will grow and will share. And that's how you build what we call a long tail. That's how you build it. Well, that's fascinating to me, um, Deb. It really is. And you are quite an accomplished person, as I mentioned earlier. But what, what, let me ask you this as far as, um, I mean, if companies are interested in learning more about this and how to uh, make their images better, whether it's online or just in general, are you available to help them out? And if so, what all do you offer and, and, and how can they contact you? Thank you. Um, yes, I am available. I'm based in Greenville, South Carolina. I do travel a good bit as a national speaker, but you can find me online at debstofield.com. That's S-O-F as in Frank, I-E-L-D dot com. And what kind and of... I, what kind of uh, I was going to say that I could listen to Deb all day long, but obviously you were going to say something as well, Steve. So I'm just going to let you go talk. No, okay. Well, sorry, Kelly. It's hard when we're not there, and you can you're not you're not. I'm not within striking distance of you to shut me up. But the um, uh, Deb, I was just going to say, what kind of offerings do you give to to organizations? Thanks. I primarily teach. Believe it or not, I teach public speaking to adults. I am the person that's brought in. Pardon me. If you've got to make a presentation or a speech, come see me first. So I do public speaking, presentation skills, how to deal with the media crisis communication so i and i don't do i do crisis communication not management there is a difference management means something broke you got to fix it communication is the conversation we're going to have with our community that explains what we've done um, how we're better than the rest and how we'll move forward so just know there's a difference there and I've personally had deb come to my organizations to speak to to work with a number of my um, colleagues always met with rave reviews and the only regret i have is i've never actually worked with deb individually which by the sound <laughs> of this podcast you guys know that so um, with all that being said thank you deb thank you so much again i could listen to you for hours i certainly recommend purchasing your book um and just really appreciate you being on our podcast and helping the hr community know that this is your time and this is your time to communicate with your employees, and this is the time to build your brand of goodwill and loyalty amongst the, amongst your team. Yeah, thank we you also for having want to me. Thank, have, have me back anytime. Yeah, we also want to thank our sponsors, Hainsor Sinclair Boyd, and also the Gallagher Company, who we wouldn't be able to bring this show to you without them. So thank you very much, and thank you, Kelly. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Deb. Bye now. <laughs>